just fooling around, just remembering. Just remembering. I forget what these songs are. I really gotta learn them again. Leonard Cohen has blamed his old songs. He hasn't played them for 12 years. Nå sitter han hjemme i sitt vestlehus og prøver å spille på de jeg så gjerne ville. I've been blessed with amnesia. I hardly remember anything of the past. You know? I don't have any good memories or bad memories. Leonard Cohen says that he is a sign of unfortunateness, that he hopes for nothing. Want some of this? Want to cut you a piece? Yes. What What do you feel like? A little bit of everything? Evelyn still has questions for him to remember, but he had advised me to get an e-post before I came. My memory isn't all that good. My life has always felt the same. One day bleeds into another. It's been a lot of sunlight. And then just uh, working, it seems to be the, the inner voice seems to be saying, make something. Den inre røysta seier skap noko. Noko vakkert eller viktig eller uviktig, bare skap noko. Den ene dagen blør inn i den andre, og livet har alltid føltes likt. Vet ikke når denne morgenen bryr, eller når denne kvelden vil enda. Bare noen få ting står ut fra lærretet, da borgene av dine vart følt, eller den første gangen du gikk på scenen med gitaren. From this broken hill, all your praises they shall ring. If it be your will, Yes, my daughter. What is it? How are you, sweetheart? Forget it, darling. Is is Daniel here? He's at your store? Okay, sweetheart. Thanks a lot. Speak to you later. Bye. Those aren't my daughter's dogs. Those are the neighbor, the naughty neighbor's dogs. Your dogs are the nice ones? My dogs are the nice ones. Det er ingen strand, ingen måne over havet. Bare en villa forstad til Los Angeles. Små hager, leikende hunder. En dotter i kjellerleiligheten. Og Leonard Cohen, 71 år gammel og stillfaren. Tynn, litt lågere enn meg. I grå dress og hvit skjorte. Men hvordan var han før, som ung poet? Hva var jeg like? As a young man, I don't know. Uh, uh, I had a, a, a calling. I wanted to be a writer. From very, very early time, I just knew I was going to be a writer. And it was a writer not in a popular culture. On the contrary, it was a very, it was a, it was a writer whose allegiance was to, to writers that were already dead. Og skriva, alltid skriva, fødd meg tunga av gull. Skriva for de gamle store poetene. Vera en av dig. 
I just wanted to be one of those guys that did that kind of thing. You know, and, and, and my feeling was if, if I did those things with the, with the kind of integrity and uh, the gift would be given me, that I wouldn't have to worry about my life. There would be money, there would be women, not in any abundance. I mean, there'd be enough for me. I was born like this. I had no choice. I was born with the gift of a golden voice. And 27 angels from the great beyond. They tied me to this table right here in the Tower of Song. I've never had much to say, so I'll just keep working on something until something arises that is better than me, better than my thought. Aldrig haft något val, aldrig tagit ett verkligt val. Livet bara brettar sig ut på egen hand. I was born like this. I had no choice. Alltid det samma. Skriva en sida, göra färdig en sång. There's nothing like ending something. You know, like a song or a book or a record, you know. There are periods when you don't believe you're ever going to finish it. it things are just not going well. Do you have any plans of making a new record with your own voice on it? My, oh yes, I, I, I'm just starting it now. I have high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need 10 songs, something like that. You know, I have to fill up 50 minutes. Uh, and you want it to be good. So I, I'm going to give it a try. Jag ville ha en tillbaka till en ö i Hellas. Hade lagat en dokumentär om Cohen, sin gamla kärast Marianne, hans norska muse. Hon som han mötte på den greska öya Hydra och gav sången So Long Marian. Jag hade tagit med mig programmet på CD och ett engelsk manuskript. Would you like to listen to the beginning of the sure, let's hear it. Jag ville att han skulle få höra sin stora ungdomskärlek fortälja och få honom till att minnas. That's the script. Thank you. Put it louder. Darling, I like to try to read your palm. Jag skulle hämta flaskevatten och mjölk. Och han står i dörröppningen med solen bak sig och då ser du på ansiktet, du ser bara konturerna och så hör jag stämmen som säger Would you like to join us? We're sitting outside. Men jag husker gott att när vi när ögonen mina mötte hans ögon så kände jag det genom hela kroppen. 
tehdään. Viety valaisi. Tähän nyt ruuni. She's terrific. It is her way of telling a story and I, I, it's just delightful. There wasn't a man who wasn't interested in, in Mariana. There was no one that wasn't interested in, in approaching that beauty and that generosity. She was a traditional Nordic beauty. That was indisputable, but, but she was also very kind. And she was one of the most modest people about her beauty. You know, looking at it from a distance of, uh, you know, 40, 45 years almost, I, I see how, how very rare those qualities are. And she, and she just knew things about, about the moment, about graciousness, about service, about hospitality, about generosity. And she had that other side too, where she'd drink wine and, and dance and, and, and become wild and, and, and beautiful and threatening and dangerous, you know, if you were a man with her. You're hungry now, darling. Mm -hmm. I've just been talking so much, so I thought I'd grab the opportunity to finish my cake. Yeah, have a little. Mm -hmm. now, Mariana doesn't know, but this is her Cook's group. I mean, we got this one together. Where is it from? I think it's, I don't know, but it looks Norwegian. <laughs> this isn't a very good wine, but it's okay. Stuff if you ask me specifically. You've given many interviews. It really is. Not for a long time. I haven't given any interviews for a long time. Ikke et intervju på lenge, sier han ikke hoksa noe at fortida ikke interesserer han. Men de minner som er noe verdt lagre en vel, for å kunne ta deg frem og se på deg av og til. Jeg var på jakt etter fortida. Han tror på øyeblikkets kraft. The cordiality of the moment is much more important than the, than the content. But, you know, I accept that I can't really rise to the occasion. It's just the way it is. It's not exactly a lie, what one is saying. It's just not deep enough. Synes det er vanskelig å formulere en sanning om det som er og har vært, men gjør så godt han kan. You know, we're, we're in this together. You know, I, I want to make it as good as as we can. I just invite Daniel. Daniel, do you have any wood? Uh, listen, Mrs. Leonard, in case you didn't know. How are you, man? Good. Um, if you'd like to come up for Shabbos dinner tonight, you're most welcome. There's a few people coming up. Cohen inviterer gjester til sin faste fredagsmiddag. So come up around 6.30 and you can make yourself a drink. And Familie, venner. You know what to do. Tradisjonell jødisk mat. Ok, men. Later.
don't I don't know what I could play for you. just come to the realization that I you know, couldn't make a living. I had expected that money would come just ordinarily, not great amounts of it, but I thought if I, if I wrote well and books were published, and they were, that there would be enough to, to finance the next book. I had, you know, always played songs, I'd always been interested in music and played music never professionally. So I was beginning a, a musical career for which I thought I was totally unsuited. I, I, I didn't play guitar well. I didn't sing well. I, I thought my lyrics were okay, my tunes were good. I thought I had a voice, but I thought it was written. I thought it was a written voice. So I never thought of presenting that voice on a stage. I was testing out the possibility of being a singer. You can fit it in somewhere, right? Tona fra den siste plata Leonard Cohen har produsert strømmer ut i ståvans. Toner så fersk at jeg enda ikke er utgitt. Så du tell meg når du har hatt nok. Ellers vil vi bare sitte og lytte til det. Cohen sine tekster om livet og kjærleiken. Anjani Thomas sin mjuke stemme. Looking back to San Francisco Wearing my blue Chinese dress A yellow jacket with padded shoulders Smoking sobrani cigarette How has love changed throughout the years? I never thought I was very good at it, you know. I, I had a great appetite for the company of women and for the sexual expression of of friendship. You know, I wasn't very good at the things a woman wanted. You know, I don't, I don't know if any men are. I mean, I, I wanted that immediate affirmation of the, what can I call it, just of the, the possibility of escaping from the sexual loneliness, the pure loneliness of living with an appetite that, that you couldn't ever satisfy. So that, that you know, drives everybody crazy. That drives all men crazy. So, of course, it drove me crazy too. So, you know, uh, that's what I wanted. And uh, so it seemed to be that I, that that's all that I wanted. Anything after that, I was ready to negotiate. And I was very fortunate because 
it was the 60s. And that possibility was very, very present. And for a tiny moment in social history, there was a tremendous cooperation between men and women about that particular item. And so I was very lucky that, that my appetite coincided with this very rare, what religious, social, I don't know what you'd call it, some kind of phenomenon, you know, that allowed men and women, boys and girls we were, to come together in that kind of union that satisfied both the appetites. For we are driving most carefully home Down roads that are floating and veiled The golden gate, it's still gold, it's still great Nobody's drawn So, so soft and deep, and you know, it's just, I just live in it. Mm. But your lyrics about love, they have changed from in the 60s till the 80s, till. Till tonight. Today. Uh, yeah, well, yes, but I, I, as I say, I don't know what the changes are, and I don't know what they signify. I don't know where what is happening. I'm trying to find out. <laughs> I don't care what's happening, to tell you the truth. So something is happening, as Dylan said, but you don't know what it is, do you, Mr. Jones? So I, that, that's the way I feel. I'm not interested in, in the explanation, even my own. I know that the past produces the present and the present produces the future, but I have no interest in the past, and I, I have very little interest in the man I was then. It doesn't present a mystery to me. It doesn't present a puzzle to be solved. I just feel I embody it, you know. Do you want something to drink? Some wine, some aquavit, some... Oh, I tea. I love you in the morning, our kisses deep and warm, your hair upon the pillow like a sleepy golden stone. Marianne and I were in, in a hotel in Piraeus. Tilbake på 60-talet, Marianne og Lennart på et enkelt hotel i Piraeus. And uh, we were both on 25. We had to catch the boat back to Idra. We got up and we got a taxi. And I've never forgotten this. And it, it, nothing happened. We were just sitting in the back of the taxi with Mariana, lit a cigarette, you know, thinking, I'm an adult. I'm with this beautiful woman. We have a little money in our pocket. That feeling, I think I've tried to recreate it hundreds of times unsuccessfully. Just that feeling of being grown up with somebody 
beautiful that you're happy to be beside, you know, where all the world is in front of you, where your body is suntanned and you're going to get on a boat. Vi satt i solen, vi lå i solen, vi gick i solen, vi, vi lyttet til musik, vi badet, vi lekte, vi drakk, vi diskuterte. Det blev skrevet og elsket, og det var ganske flott, vet du, å kunne ha det sånn. I fem år hadde jeg ikke sko på beina, ikke sant? Da han reiste tilbake til Montreal, så gikk det ikke lang tid før jeg fikk et telegram. Have house. All I need is my woman and her son. Love, Leonard. Som var det. I remember her arriving at the airport in her um, fur coat. She had two heavy valises in each hand. I, I, I was prevented from entering that area, but I could see her through the glass, and she couldn't wave to me because she couldn't lift the suitcases up and she didn't want to drop them, she was moving, you know. So she waved to me with her foot. I remember that very, very clearly. Excuse me. Hi, sweetheart. What are you doing? Oh, listen, darling, I'm just in the middle of an interview. Yeah, I'll speak to you later on tonight. Okay, darling, bye. Do you feel that love was risky sometimes? Risky? Yeah. It's dangerous, <laughs> never mind, you know. It's fatal. <laughs> it's a risky business. <laughs> I had to go crazy to love you. I had to go down to the pit. I had to go crazy to love you. I had to let everything fall. I had to go crazy to love you. I had to be people I hated. I had to be no one at all. Tired of choosing desire. I've been saved by a blessed fatigue. The gates of commitment unwired and nobody trying to leave. That's the way I describe certain moments now in that, in that process. Thanks for the dance. Thanks for all the dances. It's been hell, it's been swell, it's been fun. Thanks for the dance. Thanks for all the dances. One, two, three, one, two, three, one. Thanks for the dance. I'm sorry you're tired. The evening has hardly begun.
look inspired. One, two, three, one, two, three, one. There's a rose in my hair, my shoulders are bare. I've been wearing this costume forever. This is brisket. Friend made for me. Det luktar middag på det gamla kvitmåla kökenet till Lennart Cohen. Han ställer i stan mat till kvällens fest. Gästerna kommer om ett par timmar. Cohens gamla vän Eric sticker en tur inom och snusar i grytorna. That's Mariana's. Oh wow! That's Mariana's opener. It's the best opener I ever. Yeah. I, I'm very grateful when the kids or my friends come on a Friday night, and and I know what the form, you know, of the of the meal is going to be, and I know what the tone is going to be, and it's very, so for that reason, it's very relaxing. Lennart Cohen trivs best hemme, liker at det skjer lite. Han har ikke turnert på 13 år, var vrak etter den siste runden med over 100 konserter. Jeg var rett and it wasn't that I wanted to be drunk, it was this particular wine and the music went together perfectly. And, uh, you know, after I had a bottle or two, I really wanted to sing. I, I, it started with a few glasses and then it was a bottle and then it was two bottles. By the end of the two, I was drinking three bottles of wine before I went on stage. I, I don't think anybody ever knew I was drunk. I don't think I was drunk. In fact, I know I wasn't drunk because I can't play when I'm drunk. When I'm drunk. At the end of the tour, it's like you're being dumped into a desert, and you don't, you know, you don't remember, you know, where your house is, you know, or where you what you did with your driver's license, or if you still have a car, or or a girlfriend, or a wife, or children. I mean, just you're just, you know, lost. Sliten etter turnéen, over 100 konserter, så stopp. Som å bli dumpet i ørkenen, uten å vite hvor en gjorde av førerkortet, eller om en har bil, eller kjæreste eller hus. Ingenting føltes viktigere enn å trekke seg tilbake. Lennart Cohen gikk i kloster. Jeg visste ikke hva annet å gjøre. Og nothing seemed to be as urgent as studying these matters ble ordinert til munk og tjente for sin buddhistiske lærer Roshi, som han møtte og ble så fascinert av for nesten 40 år siden. Så jeg møtte opp til mountain, og etter en tid ble jeg ordnet som munk. Jeg mener, du gjør det for en reason. Det er ikke bare for å bygge opp dine muskler. Det er ikke bare en macho-exercise. Det er for å kjøpe din mind, 
so that you can hear what he's saying because you can't hear what he's saying if if you're all full of yourself so there you get so tired that you can't pretend and that's all the monastery is is a place where they make you so tired that you give up pretending never stayed in show business. You know, I, I, I guess I, I should have. You know, if I if I had wanted to really establish a, a certain kind of career. But I didn't have any appetite for that sort of thing. It didn't, you know, I, I always wanted to go back to a little room in Montreal or go back to my house on Idra or just stay in that corner where you're sitting. Plateutgivelser, turneer, så tilbake til et stille rum. The light came through the window Straight from the sun above So inside my little room There plunged the rays you run into your life and it shipwrecks like everybody else's life and you mess up and it collapses whether it's with a woman or yourself or your own mind or your confidence or whatever it is it it goes it, it happens to everybody men så kolliderar en med sitt eget liv och det havererar för dig som för alla andra för detta liv är skapat för att slå dig över ända ingen mästrade so, you know, that happens to you and and then it gets kind of tricky because sometimes the collapse is so thorough that it it, um, it destroys your capacity to work. Uh, if you're lucky, you can somehow protect just that tiny little corner of your life from complete destruction. Everybody experiences this because this life is designed to overthrow you. Nobody masters it. I'll try to say a little more I'm very happy when my life is uneventful and I don't have strong feelings about one thing or another. It didn't used to be like that. No, it, no, it didn't used to be like that. It, it was uh, very much a sense of, of struggle and not defeat actually, but weariness, weariness of the struggle. After a while you just get tired of your own, <laughs> of your own drama. Lei av sitt eget drama, lei av at alt var en kamp, alltid på väg. Hvordan var det å turnere da sonen og dotteren var små? Det var ikke noe problem. Jeg har alltid visst at de var godt tatt av. Jeg var alltid skjøpet, i hvert fall. 
hardest part of my life was escaping. Whatever it was, even if the situation looked good, I had to escape because it didn't look good to me. So it was a selfish life, and, uh, but uh, it didn't seem so at the time. It just seemed a matter of survival. Uh, you know, I guess kids suffered and people close to me suffered because I was always leaving. Not for very long, but, you know, I was always trying to get away. I've been listening to all the dissension. I've been listening to all the pain. And I feel that no matter what I do for you, it's gonna come back again. But I think that I can heal it, but I think that I can heal it. I'm a fool, but I think that I can heal it with this song. What makes you really happy today? Well, I have a little drawing in here. It's, it says, it says uh, only one thing made him happy. And now that it was gone, everything made him happy. So that's, that's pretty close. I feel tremendously relieved that I'm not worried about my happiness. There are things, of course, that make me happy when I see my, my children well, when I see my daughter's dogs, a glass of wine. But what I'm so happy about is that the background of discomfort, of distress, has evaporated. It's not that the emotions don't come, it's just that the background is clear. Before it was all one piece, it, it was very dark, a sense of things being deeply not right. And, you know, by the grace of God, that feeling has evaporated. So I can feel real sorrow now. It's not just the sorrow that emerges from the sorrow. It's not just the melancholy that emerges from the melancholy. So when things touch me in a sorrowful way, I can, I can speak about them. And more important, I can feel them. Før var alt svart. En kjensel av at ting djupast sett ikke var riktige. Nu har det mørke bakgrunnen lette. Kan føle ekte sorg nå. Ikke bare sorger fra sorger, eller melankolien fra melankolien. Året i kloster på et fjell i California gjorde det kanskje litt josere? Det var connected med det, men jeg vet ikke hva det var. Jeg vet ikke. Det religiøse livet generelt strengthener det ego. Og det gjør folk virkelig miserable. Fordi det promise er så kruel. Det promise er at du vil leve et liv fri fra pain. You know, if you get enlightened, you will never suffer again. Well, that's, that's a very cruel promise because nobody can live without suffering. 
doesn't matter how advanced or fulfilled or enlightened an individual is, he'll never be free from the sorrows and pains of the moment. If he, you know, if someone steps on his toe, he's going to cry out. And if someone steps on his heart, he's going to cry out. Is life easier now than oh, yes. before? Much easier. Why is that? Wisdom? No. The brain cells associated with anxiety begin to die. And you just feel better. <laughs> it doesn't depend on meditation or whether you brush your teeth in the morning. Det er ingen bølger her. Men hvis du vil, er det det. Bølger som de som skåler opp på strendene på Hydra. Days of kindness. Greece is a good place to look at the moon, isn't it? You can read by moonlight. You can read on the terrace. You can see a face as you saw it when you were young. There was good light then oil lamps and candles and those little flames that floated on a cork in olive oil. What I loved in my old life, I haven't forgotten. It lives in my spine. Mariana and the child, the days of kindness. It rises in my spine and it manifests as tears. I pray that a loving memory exists for them too, the precious ones I overthrew for an education in the world. Fredag kveld og middagsselskap. Gamle venner er samlet rundt spisebordet i stova. Tøyservietter på tallerkene. Sølvbestikk. Gammel laksestetteglas med gullrand. What a great song. Always been one of my favorites. No one's ever really... Well, Rod Stewart. Wow. Beautiful. Let's play it one Where do you find your real pleasure? You know, what kind of table do you have to sit at? Who does your company have to be? You know, to satisfy the criteria that you had when you were young. I mean, does everybody have to be beautiful? Does everybody have to be rich and smart? Do all places have to be, you know, well appointed? You know, does your own life have to be yielding applause and admiration? You know. If, if you're lucky, the scale gets reduced so that you still want those things.
Cohen går på kjøkken og tar oppvasken. Klokka ti står han i bokserskjorts og t-skjort og sier godnatt. Gjestene held fram. Resten er fest og neste morgen. Det er morgen i en forstad til Los Angeles. Leonard Cohen har ryddet av gårsdagens selskap. Han sitter i sin blå sofa med beina på salongbordet. På bordet ligger et utkast til den nye diktboka han skal publisere til høsten. Hva er din favorit? I boken? Det er noen nye skrivninger. Jeg vet ikke om jeg har en favorit. Det jeg liker med boken er at It doesn't try to be important. I think that's what I like about it. It pretends to be modest. Pretends to be? Yeah, it pretends to be modest. Well, how modest can it be, actually, when, you know, it's going to be published and people, it's going to, you know, and I'm going to be asking people to pay money for it. Read me something? Uh, okay. I'll try to read you something. I can't really find anything that I that you like? could stand reading. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be something, huh? Well, let's read a little later. <laughs> Leonard Cohen, som ikke vil hukse, spiller sine gamle sanger. Well, they gave me that one song, you know. 